Our little DY crushed by too many units. Is it happening in your area where there's too many units? Are there too many units? Stay tuned. Embarrassing, embarrassing start for the day. We've both had a rocky start to this morning, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's dive into your morning a little bit, Mark. What just happened? <laughs> I, I took, I took the, I was on Facetime with a mate of mine, and I, I took the dog down to the toilet, right, to the, um, to you know, do his thing, and the little shit decided to do a number two. And then I had a bag issue pick up to pick it up. So I couldn't so I'm on FaceTime with the mate, finding it pretty amusing and trying to open up the bag and it wouldn't work. So then I had to do it with a like the outside of the bag and, and the risk of my hand falling into it. And then <laughs> it got then I had to move it and then it got even worse. I went home and left my car keys next to the where the dog did its shit. <laughs> so you've left the park with your car keys, house keys, your whole life's worth of keys in the park. And then I'm like, you know, then you jump in the shower, shave, da da da. You get out, like, where are my keys? And I was searching <laughs> everywhere. Um, biggest lesson out of day, out of today. Thank you for Apple AirTags. AirTags, saving lives. <laughs> if you haven't got an Apple AirTag, put one on your keys and it will save you hours a year. <laughs> it's very true, though. You put your keys down, you don't know where they are. It happens to me every single day at work. My keys and my sunglasses, I'm constantly losing them as well. It's the worst. It's the worst. Think about how many sunnies get lost in a year. Like... Must be a fortune, a fortune. Yeah. There has to be some kind of little stick-on Apple AirTag device that you can just stick to the sides, not big and gaudy, but just something very small where you can just pinpoint their location. It's going to happen. It's going to happen oh, for sure because I reckon that – I reckon you say – and you had a bit of a petrol mishap this morning. I did. I got home last night and my car had 14Ks worth of petrol, which would have been fine to get to work this morning. I had everything mapped out. As soon as I got in my car this morning, the petrol gauge was suddenly down to zero and I was like, shit, I'm going to run out of petrol on the way to work. I'm already running 10 minutes late. This is so embarrassing. I'm going to miss morning minutes. But luckily, you lost your keys at the same time. So we've both had a delayed start. And it's happening all around Australia at the moment. <laughs> Where's it my is. car keys? Oh, my God, I got to put petrol in. No petrol. It's, uh, it's, they're, they're two common emotions for morning. But um, this morning, Xanth, what are we chatting about? Suburbs crushed by too many units. So with the new complexes popping up around DY in particular, we just thought we might dive into are there too many units in DY in particular and what suburbs are also being crushed by units? Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, why and are they really? And is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Um, it depends who you ask. Look, we had... Um, today, I guess this, this sort of theory can apply to most people 
um, around Sydney and around the and around around the country because they're you're often driving through your sub, but you don't really know the metrics, and yeah. often you get half-assed opinions that aren't founded by real information. You're sort of having a guess or having a gut a gut feel on it. Yeah. Um, now, if we do wrap into DY, um, DY is still a really good metric for the country because DY has got more units than Sydney CBD. Um, so, to lay out though, uh, more residential units. The CBD is very commercial driven office spaces. It's not so much residential. So yes, the CBD does look like Tower City in the way of big sky rise buildings, but the majority of them are not residential. So let's use DY because it is. Um, so DY, um, I, I, and being a real estate agent in DY, people are going, man, the suburbs got too many units. I don't want to buy in DY. There's too many units. Even with investors abroad, they're like, no, nah, man, I don't want DY. Too many units. Um, and I've got a, I've I've got data to sort of back that up of 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 when you're analysing a suburb, how to do that. Um, so when you look at um, fundamentally a suburb and that that concept of too many units um, you know you've got to look at how that pays the, the rate of change in that verb um, if that rate of change is a hundred percent double if it's 200 percent three hundred percent four hundred percent over ten years sure that's a huge rate of change for the area um, when you look at our suburb, we're sitting at nine and a half thousand units. Yep. The, the nine and a half thousand units. Um, guess what it was like? Well, I guess I'll, I'll be really short with it. Basically, um, we nine and a half thousand units. We've gone up by seven hundred units over forty-five years. That doesn't really seem like too many over that big of a span to only have increased by that number isn't too much of a of a rise really over that course of time it's not at all so when you do draw the, the problem with this um we call it infill when you get rid of a house and put a unit block yeah. when you see that sort of infill um you've got to consider the total amount in the area now most of that infill that we've had in dy has been on the main road most of the two hundred thousand people driving through um the northern beaches drive through the main road main so road. automatically they're programmed to go shit there's so <laughs> many units going into dy but then when you look at all the veins that go out from the on from the main road there's no new unit blocks or not many new uh, many unit blocks going into the rest of the suburb. It's all on that yeah. main road. And really, the majority of unit blocks in DY aren't skyscraper unit blocks, such as the Meriton, where you've got those four towers that are really, really tall. There's so many apartments within that complex. When you look at DY holistically, they are smaller double brick complexes that have up to 18 to 25 units kind of thing so they're not huge complexes absolutely now there's a theory behind it guys if you're trying to work out why um why people are nailing um suburbs for units um the government has to the infrastructure that's required to start a new suburb very very expensive um 
and it, what it actually does is it crushes the heart of 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 the, of the entire city. So, what starts to happen is, if you look at Sydney um, as a whole, and if you look at it like a corkscrew, it all sort of started in Sydney CBD. Then it went out to sort of further suburbs out, Manly, you know, Bondi, yeah. um, Leichhardt, then it kept corkscrewing It slowly out. filters through, like a ripple. Very expensive. So once you build new suburbs and you start corkscrewing out of Sydney, you've got even more hospitals on, on that circular. So when they went out on the first, for instance, Sydney CBD, when they went out on the first circle they needed four hospitals they needed four schools uh four shopping precincts four transport systems to to, to go into the core yep. as soon as you go one rung out suddenly it's eight hospitals eight so you know roads roads highways when as you start going further out of sydney in terms of that further and further out the infrastructure costs the government an absolute fortune so to put on 10,000 um, uh, 10, homes on the outer rings of Sydney is really expensive because you're putting all that infrastructure. Even more so, what starts to happen is it puts, con it puts congestion on the artery. So to actually get into the CBD, which people naturally gravitate to, the yeah. transport system really suffers. The roads you can't make the roads wider to service those city those that uh, all that traffic that's coming into that city, yeah. which then moves over to transport. So, the, it's much cheaper for a government to make to add a thousand units to DY because the transport system's already there, the hospitals already there, the schools are already there, the shopping's already there, yeah. and everyone sort of does a little bit better. That's why we're getting nailed by units. And again, it's not such a bad thing we, when we you do look at it. Most of those big unit blocks are on the main road. All of the infrastructure in DY already exists. It is a little city within itself. You've got all of the shops, the schools, the transport. Everything is here in the heart of DY. So realistically, it's not such a bad thing. Could there be an improvement on transport? Probably, but that's got nothing to do with the units themselves. And, and look, um, Xantha, I think at the end of the day, it, um, I was, there was um, there's some recent media out at the moment that people are talking about the lack. Uh, we need we need a million homes um, uh, to um, to to be produced over that sort of long term period, and it's highly highly unlikely that that that's going to be that that's going to be delivered. Like it's just out of control at the moment. Yeah. Um, there, there's uh, where there's 400,000 people coming into the country a year um, and the pipe to deliver this. So I think the lowest hanging fruit and people sort of have to get used to it, probably even support it, um, is infill in areas where there's train lines and, and good infrastructure um, and that sort of vertical living. It's, it's just the quickest way to address that, the rental crisis that we're, um, we're, we're embarking upon uh, yeah. and the immigration, um, uh, you know, you know, unemployment's just, it's so, it's, it, it, the percentage of unemployment is, uh, is pretty incredible at the moment. It's, I think it's a 50, it's as good as it's been for 50 years yeah. um, with employment. So we, we need, you know, there's, we need skilled labour. We need to bring people in. We need homes. We do need so homes. I, 
all in all, what's your take on on uh, suburbs crushed by too many units? I think if you remove the the emotion from it all and you do think about it from a logical point of view and you're not too attached to anything we, we do need more housing we do need that infrastructure we do need to keep that population growth to keep everything thriving it's a good thing and as you said going vertical is the easiest way to produce more housing uh, it creates a bustling atmosphere it creates more of a community and all in all I do think it's a good thing <laughs> My take in conclusion before we go, I think um, bang on, Zant, and we've just, the the infrastructure is as important as the um, as the homes that we're adding in. So um, I think that, that improvement on infrastructure that our government does like to spend, I think we just we just need to see that. Even though it hurts, it hurts to, you know, drive those roads for six months when when, when there's roadworks all the time. It hurts to drive through a suburb like DY and see another crane and you think, man, do we really need more more sort of yeah. more, really? Yeah. Uh, but it, I think in the long term, like if you look at Meriton, when they were building it, it was like what a shit fight. And Merita, when it's finished, is like, how good is this? So yeah. uh, it's short-term pain for long-term gain. Absolutely, that's what I meant by just remove that emotion and just yeah, deal with the short-term pain. In the end, it will all be worth it. <laughs> Absolutely, suburbs crushed by too many units. That's a take, Xanthi. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Mark. Bye. See you guys.